The following is a sermon that was preached at Good News Lutheran Church in Mount Horeb, Wisconsin. It was preached on Christmas Day, December 25, 2022, on the basis of Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 9. For more information or to view our entire sermon library, visit goodnewslc.org. Thank you for listening. The solution to tribology is Christology. Did you drive a car to church this morning? Did you brush your teeth? Are there certain foods that you don't like because of their texture? What do all these questions have in common? They all have something to do with tribology. Well, what's tribology, you might ask? Tribology is the study of friction and wear, and it has an enormous impact on how we experience our physical world. I watched a TED Talk recently that revealed to me just how big of an impact tribology has. Almost everything that we interact with is affected by friction or tribology. Whether the roads are wet or dry or have ice on them affects the grip that our tires have. The material that our toothbrushes and toothpaste are made out of are made out of those materials because if they are much harder, they'd rub much more than the plaque off your teeth. They'd completely destroy your teeth. Estribology has a major effect on our world. Friction affects us in many ways. But friction isn't just a word that is used to describe our interaction with the physical world. No, friction is also a word that's used to describe the conflict we have with different relationships, wills, opinions, and beliefs. It's something that we don't like to experience as human beings. And yet, as human beings, and especially as Christians, friction seems to be something that we just can't avoid. That might be why we look forward to Christmas so much. It's because Christmas is like the one time a year where it's actually acceptable to be a Christian. It's one of the only events in the entire calendar year where a cultural event is based on a Christian message. So when somebody asks you what you did for Christmas, it makes complete sense to tell them, oh, on Christmas Eve, I went to church. I heard about the message of Jesus wrapped in claws and laying in a manger, and I sang some of my favorite Christmas hymns. But already on Christmas Day, we start to experience a little friction. The conversation will quickly turn from the church and its message to, well, what did you get on Christmas? What was your favorite gift? The world is fine with hearing about little baby Jesus wrapped in claws and lying in a manger, but as soon as we start to explore who Jesus actually is, when we get to the meaty stuff, like the stuff we heard this morning, the readings from this morning, the world is so quick to spit it out. There's something that's kind of interesting about the social aspect and the physical aspect of friction. No matter which friction you experience, both aspects, the more friction you experience, the more energy it takes to overcome said friction. And so when we experience a lot of friction in our lives, it can be exhausting. It can make us want to give up. It can make us 
want to quit, to go back to what we used to know, to go back to when life was comfortable and easy. When we experience a lot of friction, it might cause us, want to, it might cause us to want to cleanse our hands of all the difficult parts of being a Christian and be accepted by the world instead. And that's why we need to hear the message that we heard this morning. Because the message from this morning has the solution. The message to the Hebrews, the letter to the Hebrews, the letter that we read from this morning has everything to do with Christology. And we see that's the solution to tribology. Any friction that we experience in our lives, the solution to the tribology we experience is Christology. Knowing who Jesus is. That was the entire purpose of the letter. The letter written to these Jewish Christians living in the first century Roman world. And being a Christian in the first century Roman world would have been a tough thing to do. Because not only was Christianity persecuted in the first century Roman world, no, if you were a Christian, you would have been thrown into prison and oftentimes maybe even put to death. If you were a Christian in the first century Roman world, you weren't just seen as kind of weird. You were condemned for treason. And so that friction that these Jewish Christians experienced, that friction of being persecuted, imprisoned, put to death, it would make perfect sense that they'd want to avoid it. It'd make perfect sense that all this friction they were experiencing was too much to overcome. It took too much energy. It wasn't worth it. Maybe it would just be easier to go back to Judaism. At least Judaism was legal. Let's go back to where the times where I wasn't getting persecuted, the times where I wasn't getting thrown in prison, the times where my friends weren't getting killed. I want to go back to what I used to know. I want to go back to just studying the words of the prophets in the temple or in the synagogue. I want to rely on the sacrifices made in the temple for my sins. I'd rather look forward to a future king that can eliminate friction from my life altogether. The friction that these Jewish Christians were experiencing took a lot of energy to overcome. Today in America, the friction we experience might not include imprisonment and death, but I do think there is a friction that tempts us to think that the grass is actually greener on the other side. I do think that there's a friction that causes us to want to give up what we know for what the world around us knows something that people like to focus on this time of year is the Merry Christmas versus Happy Holidays thing. And while I do think that most people have learned to just smile at whatever someone says and not let it ruin their day, what if instead of just using your preferred holiday greeting when interacting with somebody, you brought up who Jesus is, what you believe about Jesus, and the implications that he has for your salvation versus the means of salvation that other religions pursue, and what you believe about the standard that Jesus sets for human behavior. I think that there are some 
conversations about our faith that we really hope don't come up in the line at Miller's, at a holiday party, or at the family dinner table. There are some conversations about our faith that even thinking about having them makes you start to sweat a little. And Christianity not only causes friction with society, it can take a lot of effort, too. I think when I woke up this morning, the temperature was zero with a feels-like negative 12. On Friday, if you remember, I think the feels-like was negative 36. It's cold outside. There's a lot going on this time of year. There's a lot to do at home with family. I'm sure it was tempting to just stay in bed or stay at home and not come to church this morning. It takes a lot of energy. And if you have become a member of our church, or if you're thinking about becoming a member, you find out that you have to take a class to learn what the Bible says and what the church teaches. For young adults in here, that class takes two years on top of the school they already attend. Between the friction that we experience with society and the effort it takes to come to church and learn what the Bible says, are there ever times that you just want to abandon the grind, or at least give up the parts of the grind that you don't like or that are difficult? But why do we grind? There's that saying, back to the grind, back to work. What do we grind for? We grind in school to get good grades. We grind in the gym to maintain a healthy body. We grind at work to earn a paycheck. We grind at home to, for a healthy family. Why do we continue to return to the grind when it comes to our faith? It's because of who we have faith in. We have faith in Jesus. We willingly experience any friction that comes our way. We willingly grind for our faith because we know who Jesus is. We know that everything he offers us is far superior to anything that the world could offer us. The message that we heard to the Hebrews this morning told the Hebrews exactly that. That anything that they would run back to was not worth it. That Jesus, God's son, was so much better. It might have been tempting for the Hebrews to give up. It might have been tempting for them to say, this isn't worth it. It might have been tempting to go back to life where they weren't getting thrown in prison and killed. It might have been tempting to go back and just focus on the word that God had already given them in the prophets and in the scriptures that they had. It might have been tempting to just go back to the temple and focus and rely on the sacrifices made there for their sins. It might have been tempting to just hope for a future king that would come and take all the friction out of their life. It might have been tempting to quit. But the letter, the reading that we heard from this morning, shows them and shows us exactly why Jesus is better than anything they could ever run back to. Yes, God did give them his word through the prophets long ago, and they did have the scripture. But now they believed in Jesus, who is God himself, and came to speak to them directly. It might have been tempting to go to the temple and rely on those sacrifices, but now they believed in Jesus, who provided purification for all their sins once and for all on the cross. 
Instead of hoping for a future king that would eliminate all the friction from their life, they now believed in Jesus, who is sitting at the right hand of God and sustaining all things with his powerful word. Hebrews gives us a beautiful message about a powerful and wonderful Savior. Friction may be something that we try to avoid in our social lives. In fact, it might be something that we wish we could eliminate altogether. But just like we need friction in our everyday lives with the physical world to drive our car, to brush our teeth, to light a match, you name it, we also need friction to hold on to things. Jesus shows us that the friction that we experience in our life is the same friction that proves that we have something to hold on to. No, we aren't Jewish Christians who would slip back into the Old Testament and start offering sacrifices in the temple. But if we were to slip into a frictionless Christianity, it would be a religion that wouldn't offer anything to hold on to. There would be nothing to grasp. If Jesus' word wasn't God's word, then we might as well listen to anyone, even if their words completely contradict each other. If Jesus' sacrifice wasn't the ultimate sacrifice for all our sins, then we would have to find purification, purification for our sins in another way, never knowing whether or not we had obtained it. But that's not what the letter to the Hebrews tells us. The letter tells us about who Jesus really is. Jesus is God's Son, who speaks the very word of God to us, who made the ultimate sacrifice for all our sins. Jesus is the one that makes the friction we experience in our life our friend, because it shows us that we have something to hold on to, something that no energy can overcome. We have something to hold on to that will let us stand firm. It may be tempting to avoid any and all friction, to just talk about the gifts you got at Christmas, to talk about the family you saw and the food you ate on Christmas night, on this Christmas weekend. But as we focus on the Christmas message, and as we focus on who Jesus is, we see that any friction that we do experience this friction that shows us who we hold on to and why it's worth it. On Christmas, the world may like to just focus on the little baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger and stop at that. But as Christians, we see so much more. We see God's Son. God's Son who provided the purification for all our sins. Jesus, who is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. We see Emmanuel, God with us, who's sitting at God's right hand and sustaining all things with his powerful word. We see a Savior who is not only superior to everything that the Hebrews knew, but superior to everything that the world might know as well. So yes, we might experience friction in our lives. But Jesus shows us who he is and why we can face it. The solution to all that friction that we experience, the solution to tribology, so to speak, is Christology. 
Jesus shows us who he is, and he shows us why the grind is worth it. Because of what that little boy lying in a manger would do, we welcome friction in our lives because we have a frictionless life to look forward to in heaven. Amen.